So, guys, I had a topic, but Timmy said he has something to talk about this week on uh, DPS. I did. This is uh, this is something that's been a long time coming, but um, I'm very happy that I get to share this with you all. All right, I just want open and honest reactions only, okay? I'm going to be mean, whatever you say. Oh, no. Why do I feel like I'm under oath? <laughs> <laughs> Good this Lord. It's not the court of law, right? All right. I just want to. I just want to ask: Are you guys ready for this? Well, I need context of what I need to be wow. ready for. I think he's going to play the new BTS album. Uh, okay. <laughs> but the, sure, the what? All right, <laughs> here it is. He's standing up. Tim is standing oh up. My God. Oh, all right. He's sip up your pants. He, what the hell? Okay, is that a okay? Timmy has a T-shirt on with. I think that's Mariah Carey. <laughs> Is that Mariah Carey? That is okay. So Timmy has a T-shirt on with Mariah Carey eating a McDonald's meal, signed, signed. <laughs> I am very confused. Also, Tim, this is an audio podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. See that—that's the thing. We we get to describe it, and then hopefully you, the listener, will bug me in the future, and I will actually post the the picture of the shirt. Oh, is that the Patreon uh, goal? Twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, will, Tim will wear the Mariah Carey shirt. Like, so, so, I'm so confused at what I'm looking at. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. Here's the it's story. Quite a bit. Here's the story. It all happened December. 2021 i have the mcdonald's app and uh, i'm not ashamed to say that i use it often (laughs) (laughs) and they were running a very special special during christmas time called the 12 days of mariah carey christmas (laughs) he was obsessed with this he he messaged me about it multiple times (laughs) multiple times like don't forget to get your your mariah rewards i'm like whatever yeah yeah. (laughs) don't forget to Free McDonald's. Free McDonald's. We're talking free Big Macs, free double cheeseburgers, free nuggies, free cookies on on the sound the the Christmas Eve. And twice, there were two times that if you cashed in on the free McDonald's, you had a chance to get some exclusive Mariah merch. The first day, I ordered too late, so I missed out on the killer beanie. But the second day, I got the mystery, and the mystery was a t-shirt. And then I forgot about it for months. And then I'm like going home one day and there's a very mysterious looking package on our front doorstep. And my wife Ariel is like, oh, what's this? I'm like, ah, it's probably something for you. And we open it up and we're like, no, seriously, like I, I didn't order anything. Like, I don't know what this is. And it's just, I open it up and it's just the folded black of the t-shirt. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know what this is. And I unfold it. <laughs> And lo and behold, my eyes were blessed with a picture on a t-shirt of Mariah Carey eating McDonald's. <laughs> and there's just, there's just no way to just like sub- describe the joy in my heart that I got to relive Christmas in March. <laughs> yes. Did you at least say, I'm loving it? As you <laughs> can you stand up one more time just so I can see it? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't get a great look at it. This is absurd. Oh, she looks like she's loving it. Um, <laughs> so we can say it was a Christmas miracle. Uh-huh. Oh my dun, lord! Dun, dun, and she has dun, a very dun, specific dun, dun. pose that uh, I want to recreate later. So, I, I just, oh jeez, we have to head to McDonald's. I just today. don't know what to think about this. It's so yeah, unbelievably I, like, I be bizarre. Being, I need I'm I need to be funny during these openings, and I'm just I don't know what to say. <laughs> I know, I'm I, speechless. I, it's it, it's it, the the. the I, I'm the only one that has like full view of the t-shirt, so I don't know how I'm going to be able to play I'm with Mariah Carey 
like with a French fry in her hand, just like Smiling. I'm loving it. Yeah, this is like, yeah, I'm totally not being paid for this picture. Yeah. I eat this all the time. There's like a big lipstick mark on the top corner. Yep, yep. Yeah, the, her, the, right next to her face. Yep. So like you know, it's, she, looks like her giant lips are about to kiss her own face. <laughs> like. And you got a signature too. Yeah, wow. And that I can't decide if this is awesome or the stupidest fucking thing I've I, ever seen. I think, I think it's awesome, but it's it's it's, it's on it's, it's on the knife edge of being ironic and, and cool at the same time. Uh-huh. True. That's true. Funny, like, I'm a person who loves like rewards. I, I like shopping for like rewards credit cards and all that stuff. But like Tim takes it to like a dangerous level of, like <laughs> he enters every free giveaway on Twitter. He's won so many of them. He's yes. obsessed yes. with okay, the okay. McDonald's app now. And yes, like, look. he wins a lot of things. <laughs> it's really, really weird. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It, it was like three months in a row or something, Tim. You kept winning stuff. And yeah. we were like, Tim, what are you doing to win these? I well, actually... the worst part is for a long time he was having them shipped to my house. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, be, so I'd like get things in the mail. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I'd be like, Tim, is this yours? He'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's mine. <laughs> so like, yeah, I've had like four things that Tim's have, Tim has won just like shipped to my house over the past yeah. like eighteen months. You, and, you, and you've you, never lived at Kelly's house. Yeah. I don't know why you keep doing that. <laughs> the police got involved that one time. You entered that guns and ammo. Thing. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I have. I have like basically stopped entering Twitter giveaways because Wait. I win so much. No, we had an intervention. We had to sit you down. And be like, <laughs> yeah, stop this, you, you were too powerful. Yeah, <laughs> it was like I just, I just like felt bad after a certain point. I'm just like I literally just keep winning. You're like, dude, why haven't you bought a lottery ticket yet? <laughs> yeah, that'd be the real thing. Yeah. So like we need to make it fair for everyone else. You need yep. to stop. Well, I mean, he's a genius because he's ent- entering like a lottery, but it's only like sixty people. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that, true. Okay, yeah. And he yeah. enters like he was entering like all of them. Yeah, and he was winning a lot. <laughs> now this is the true test. Okay. Uh huh. Um, speaking of giveaways, I don't know if you guys know, probably not, but Oreo is celebrating their hundred and tenth anniversary this year. Hundred and ten. Hundred and ten. Wow. wow. They've been around since nineteen twelve. Just let that sink in. I didn't realize that. Oreos in 1912. Anyways. 110 years of picking crumbs out of my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Loving every minute of it, but... So they have my toothbrush black. (laughs) (laughs) Leads to many of a night of feeling terrible after. I'm like, I'll just have two, and then the whole sleeve. Whole sleeve. Whole sleeve. (laughs) So they have, like, you can enter daily, which I need to do today, by the way. Um, (laughs) Do that after we record. No, I'm doing it during the recording. (laughs) They're like, Tim, that'll be like, Tim. Damn. <laughs> Kelly, turn this computer off now. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you enter every day and you get to choose one of like four or five different like wishes because it's, you know, the birthday celebration. The first wish is, oh, I have a one-on-one with a with a pastry chef. And I'm like, huh, who cares about that? Second one is, oh, you can have your dream vacation. I'm like, oh, that's like pretty cool. Third one is... Oh, you can get like a, a, a telescope. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Like, All right, cool. yeah. But like, what the I don't fuck does that have to do with Oreos? <laughs> <laughs> it's made off Oreos. <laughs> and then the last one is a lifetime supply of Oreos. Oh, okay. Well, that's you it's, know, it's capped at 65 years, but <laughs> well, it's if not a lifetime this, now. You're well, on your it uh, might be, on your 66th birthday, a guy shows up with just a silenced pistol and Oreos. <laughs> we can't keep doing this anymore. <laughs> Or I like to think Your that lifetime just... is up. <laughs> <laughs> or I like to think that they're not expecting you to survive that long off yeah. of Oreos. They're yeah, like, oh no, he's, he's eating so eat many Oreos. He's, eating he's not to getting death past it. Yeah. Is it one of those situations where you can like, like, like you know, the whole? Would you rather have a thousand dollars every week of your life, or would you rather have like ten million dollars now? Like, 
can you choose like a lifetime supply of Oreos now or one bag oh. of Oreos every week of your life? No, yeah. I think it's like on a monthly basis. I was about to make yeah. like a world peace joke, but Oreos might have both have the power and the money to make that possible. You mean like <laughs> you mean like Tim getting back to his apartment and it's just completely filled with crates <laughs> of Oreos? Oreos. Yeah. <laughs> You have a problem, Tim. <laughs> you know, when I first was like, I told, I told Ariel, I was like, oh, I'm going to sign up for the Lifetime Supply. She's like, you with your addictive personality? <laughs> well, see, here's the problem. You're going to get, he's good because he's going to win. He's yeah. going to win the Lifetime yeah. Supply Oreos and they're going to show up at Kelly's house. <laughs> oh, damn it. You're right. You're going to send me Oreos every week, every month of my life. <laughs> your garage is just going to be filled. Yeah. Mark's going to be like, where's our Oreos, daddy? When I finally change the address. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Can you imagine Brock? growing up just like he's the kid on the block that gets oreos yeah he's the one that'll probably have all oreos merch like the oreo shirt oreo pants we have like, we have like a filing cabinet in the garage and you just open it up and it's just like bo- like bags of oreos. oreos just neatly put in like files like at the beginning it's probably going to be all organized and later it's just dumped in there it's crumbled and you're like child protective services coming after my children what you you're feeding, feeding your kids way too many Oreos. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I can't stop them. There's three just, of them. I can't fight them all off. They just I keep try, stealing them. I try locking the cabinet, but they keep finding the key. All because my lazy piece of shit brother-in-law won't change the address on his fucking email. I'm going to like go insane. Like I'm going to build a front porch, and I'm going to buy a shotgun. I'm just going to sit on it and wait for the mailman to bring Oreos to my house. No, like, no. Run them off. No, no. You Get! <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, we're going to have to build a wall. We're going to have to build a wall. <laughs> Keep the Oreo man out. <laughs> for the have, have Oreo pay for it. <laughs> I build a giant concrete wall around my house and just put anti-Oreo graffiti all over the outside of it, like like the we Berlin can't. wall. We can't keep doing this. <laughs> I, I remember reading something where where uh, there, there was it was like an ass Reddit where where somebody was like. Uh, people that want a quote lifetime supply of something like how did it work out and then uh, there, there were a few people that said like oh you know like it was like once a month I got like a pack of whatever but apparently sometimes they straight up just send you like 50 boxes full of All like whatever it is yeah and so i was i was just like that'd be way more annoying yeah <laughs> because yeah. if i got like 50 boxes of that and then they were just like that's a lifetime mm-hmm. i'd be like okay but now i have to like put this somewhere and i don't have room in my house i don't have storage yeah but honestly, like, what are they basing the lifetime supply on? Is it like their serving size? Like, so you just in the end you get like they're expecting five boxes. Five boxes. Of <laughs> they're expecting to get diabetes. Serving size. Yeah, that, that's that's the real thing. They're like, we can kill him fast enough. We don't have to give him any more. Yeah, serving size is like three Oreos. I'm like, no, oh, no, <laughs> that's a lie. No, nope. oh, it's like a box of the frozen dinners. So they're like, it feeds a family of four. I'm like, no, no. it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you joke. They're, they're probably whenever they do the math for that. I'm sure they do like what what. What's like the what's like the baseline calories to like sustain yeah. a person? And they're like that sounds about right. <laughs> and it's always like in very small print on the back. Like don't pay attention to this, but serving size is like you know two thousand three chips. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, please please don't send a lifetime supply of Oreos to my house when you inevitably win this competition where you are the sole entry. No, he's going to win all of it. He's going to get the vacation, the lifetime supply, and he's going to get whatever else. Uh, send the send, vac- send the vacation to my house. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the vacation. I like to think when Oreo was draft, like they were drafting this thing up, it's like, okay, one-on-one with the pastry chef, vacation something. 
I think Greg has an unopened telescope in his in his garage. <laughs> right, I think yeah. we can send him. We can send him that. <laughs> it's just like random stuff that like one of the CFOs yeah. have. That's like yes. cr- crappy gifts he's been given. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I got I got a telescope. I got a buddy. I got a buddy who's a pastry chef. I got a voucher for a vacation, and the fucking I bought this telescope. I don't know. The, all, all the all the Jeffs who work at Oreo are just sitting around. Yeah. Honestly, I would love it more. It was like, hey, the Oreo CEO has a bunch of shit he wants to give away, so enter. Yeah, so his <laughs> name is Jeff. Oh, it is? They're all Jeff. They're all, all, Jeff. all CEOs yes. and CFOs in the country are Jeff. Jeff. Are Jeff. Jeff. The okay. world is run by Jeffs. The world okay. is run by Jeffs. My, my manager is also named Jeff, so yep. lines up. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Tim, Tim's director and and shit, they're, they're Jeff. Jeff. My company <laughs> is run by, like, five Jeffs. Five Jeffs. <laughs> like, no lie. There's like five Jeffs that are like the CEO, the CFO, the head of IT. Yep, yep. Head, wow. I don't all, think the head of investments. All fucking maybe. CEOs are born on farms and they're raised to be CEOs. Yeah. And they're just let out Gosh. into the world. If you're lucky, they're grass fed. Yep, Wait, grass-fed. So are you telling me that Boss Baby is real? Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. Man, you know, of all the universes we were in, I didn't think it was the boss baby. It's kind of the most. It wasn't uh, the Matrix, it was a boss baby. Honestly, the most disappointing one. Well, yeah. you know, if there's one thing that I would love a lifetime supply of, it's playing Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Oh man, oh, that's, oh, good. Yeah. that's good. That's good. That was pretty good. I mean, uh, we do have that. We, yeah, we, we we will. Yeah, uh, my other segue was I was going to ask if Mariah Carey plays uh, Pathfinder, but I felt like that was definitely not. <laughs> no, no, no. She's welcome on the pod whenever. Yeah, Mariah Carey, if you're oh listening, you definitely are listening yes. now. Uh, Timmy will wear your T-shirt. Yeah, I will. Friend of the pod. Yep, <laughs> friend of the pod, Mariah Carey. <laughs> yeah. Turns out she's the one celebrity listener we have. <laughs> Kel- Kelly's. They gonna, said my name. <laughs> Kelly's going to get a letter as a cease and desist. <laughs> Sorry, Don't mention yeah. my name again. Sorry, I said your name. <laughs> Public figure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, well, last time uh, you guys were uh, making your way east after you had um, investigated the skull on the map that was the Elephant Village. Yeah. Um, and as you're making your way east, you were accosted by these sloth-like creatures. Mm. Uh, they were large uh, and much faster and much more deadly than regular sloths. So they're not sloths. Uh, they're, they're sloth-like. <laughs> <laughs> they're humanoid bears. Uh, I mean, they have yeah. they have very uh, very large three claws on uh, on uh, on the end of each of their limbs made of uh, iron. Funny yeah, enough, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were cold iron like. Um, it was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, so you guys are not in good shape after this combat. Um, nope. This I mean, was I'm a totally okay. random combat too. Fuck you. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Adler's uh, okay. <laughs> Roll role play out that you guys getting uh, getting your bearings again. I, I want to I, I want to see what, what you guys are thinking, what your plan is at this point. Those were not sloths. No. Well, <laughs> um, I mean, if you take a regular sloth and you bring it to the Mongi Expanse for like a thousand generations, it makes sense. Yeah. Generally, but I'm very hurt. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I do not have full strength. I don't know if I'll be able to keep going. Yes, you look a little pale. Yep. I've never... Uh, I feel like the last time I remember seeing you look like this was after our fight with the Goblin God. These things must have taken it out of you. Yeah, it was bad. But, you know, live to fight another day. Adelar, get a blood fit transfusion right now. You have O-type, right? <laughs> <laughs> All clerics are O-type. <laughs> Enough of that bullshit. Get me some leeches. <laughs> much as I'd love to rest, I'd prefer not to do it in this swamp. No. Yes. Let's make our way clear. 
Now, what time of day is it? <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Where is I, I calendar? We have a calendar that we could use. Calendar. It is... So, it is Rova the 5th. It's a Friday. What's the what's Friday in Galarian? You know, that's the one thing I never understood about tabletop RPG games. Is why can't they just just give them the regular names days of the week? <laughs> just, no, it's Tuesday. Just do what Tolkien did because Tolkien looked at the looked at our our uh, regular calendar and he was like, "That's perfect. I'm never I'm not going to change it at all." Yeah. And then he he just used he just used Earth's calendar. Um, Boromir, it's Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Everyone always gets his jeans out on Casual Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it is. Uh, I believe it's nighttime at this point because oh, I, because God, yeah, oh, yeah be- it's nighttime. Well, well, afternoon I should say. Yeah, but okay, I, okay. yeah because you, you guys woke up and then went to the Elephant Village in the in in the in the uh, morningish, and then you came here. So so it's it's late afternoon at this the point. The sun so. is casting long shadows over the trees right now. So we should get to a drier piece of ground, which I'm all for that. So it's it's fire day. Fire day, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I should remember that. That's Everything's on fire. <laughs> Why is it fire day? Uh, it just sounds. Yeah, it's a little weird. Uh, it's, it's got something to do with Saren Ray, probably. Or they probably. just want to shorten Friday. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, they just transpose two of the numbers or two two of the letters. Um, all right, so uh, all right, what, what do you guys want to do? Because you, you guys clearly need to rest. You know that this yeah. place is muddy and disgusting because you guys are dealing with like difficult terrain from the uh, from the ground and stuff. So, yeah, if we can just move up and find higher ground. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Kesra and with you, Benson. I think it is wise we move on for now. We don't know what dangers may lurk, and I'd rather not deal with the muck and mud any more than I have to. And he kind of flicks his little cloak. It's like I already used my. Press the digitation for today, anyway. So I have to deal with this until the morning. Mm. Well, how I miss the cobbled streets of Chelyax. <laughs> well, we might be able to set aside a drier area and, like, uh, will roll a survival check as well as start preparing to put branches down to create a insulated barrier between the earth. Okay. Uh, yeah, make me a survival check. It'd be a little bit harder since this is a diff- more difficult area. But well, we're moving on first, right? Yeah. To like a next hex or something because it's half a day for a hex, but it's also dark. Uh, yeah, it's also dark. Yeah, well, it's it, afternoon. It, is it dark or is it afternoon? It's it's late afternoon. Get because, it dark. Yeah, because okay. because you 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 guys had you guys had to had to travel to the you had to travel to the elephant elephant village and then oh, okay. and then you went here. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right, I got twenty five. Twenty five. Damn. That is good enough. Uh, I increased the DC a little bit, but you oh, did just fine. Sweet. Um. So yeah, uh, you uh, you guys use uh, some of the surrounding uh, plant life and stuff to sort of uh, make a foundation, and then you put that up around it. Mm-hmm. And uh, despite it being way more gross here with the uh, swampiness of the land uh, and the heightened mosquitoes, uh, you guys still managed to fend that off. So uh, good job, Mark. That was uh, that was excellent. Yay! Um, really pulling your weight, champ. I remember things from doing yeah. camping. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so yeah, you guys, uh, you guys uh, sleep through the night just fine. Um, if you guys want to have any interactions in the night, I know that uh, yeah, K- Kelly. What's the deal with drained? Uh, can you just sleep it off? Uh, yes, your drained condition is reduced by one for every full night's rest you have. Fuck. Oh, I'm so, at drained three, by yeah. the way. Can't I'm, speed it up. I'm drained too. Uh, you need restoration. I think fourth level restoration. 
to improve the drain condition. Got that, Tim? Uh, Maybe fifth level. Drain's a pretty hard. Drain's like the one of the harder conditions to deal with. Yeah. But hopefully, it's, I mean, it's not oh. like first edition Pathfinder where it's like you have to roll drain. check. <laughs> and yeah. if you fail that, you immediately down a level. Oh, let me see. If you have an empty spot, then you can prep it. Prep yeah, it. because the, the, theoretically, I mean, the the if Adelar prepares two of them, because I, I I don't know I don't know if it's the same rule where you can only use it like once a day or whatever on it, but you would you could prepare two of them, cast one on Benson, one on Kezra, and then you just have to rest another day. Yeah, Which does it yeah. eliminate it completely? That, that, yeah, I know. That, 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 that's the thing. It, it might it might completely get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. The unfortunate thing is, is that I need to be beefy for these encounters, and I'm currently down like thirty hit points. Oh, here's yeah. the debate. Yeah. Who gets it? <laughs> Me. Who gets I get it. Restoration. <laughs> yeah. He can, he can do multiple restorations. Yeah. But right. He's a cleric. So, uh, restoration is a level two spell, and when heightened to fourth level, oh, okay. add drained to the list of conditions you can reduce. Oh. Yeah. I play this game too much. <laughs> I very rarely ever like think oh, Kelly's wrong. Come on, Kelly doesn't know everything. No, he probably does. <laughs> Wait a second. You also gain a third option that allows you to reduce the target's doomed value by one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can reduce doom now. That's yeah. that's really good. That's good. Yeah. Oh, it it's... says you can't use this to reduce a permanent doomed condition. Right. Ah. Okay, that makes sense. I think like it would come back the next day or something if it's a permanent doomed condition. No, no, no. It just says you can't. Yeah, it just, just says you can't. Can. Oh. I, can, I, I can do it at sixth spell level. I can reduce a permanent doom. Condition. And remember, it's a non it's a non combat spell. It takes ten minutes. One minute. Whatever. Take that, <laughs> take that, oh, he Kelly. Was, he was wrong. <laughs> Kelly, you're fired. I'll go get the whip. Get you don't know anything, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So Okay, so I can reduce it by one, and I you can only receive one casting of restoration per day. Yep. Mm. Okay. So That's all we need. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna be a drain one, but that's better than drain. Oh no, it's definitely better. Okay. Uh, all right. So, so Kelly, uh, Kezro, Kezro will be back to uh, full. Yes, I oh. would be full. Okay. Restoration doesn't require a counteract, does it? Um. Let me. That's the only check. other question. I don't think so. I, I don't think it would either. I think just it because just does the, it. Yeah, because yeah, there's there's nothing there's nothing on on this creature's sheet that says anything about like a DC against it. So. Well, also we. It would like, just be. A, I think it would just be as classic. Do we yeah, want to be pushing point. into new hexes and all this other stuff while Tim's down two huge spells? Well, what we do is he would we would sleep tonight. Mm-hmm. I would be down to one. You'd be down to two, and then he'd restore both of us. So I'd be full, and you'd be down just drained one. Yeah, so we could. If you no, drained it, one, we could probably manage. No, I'm that. That's fine. I don't know if we want to be pressing on with our cleric having two fourth level spells down. Well, no, the point is, he we, we would sleep, so you would we'd sleep tonight. Oh, okay, you'd be restored okay. one, and then he'd get you down to one, and then I guess we'd just sleep again. Yeah, and then I'd have my spell and back, you'd and you'd be tip top. All right, we're gonna just take a day vacation. Yeah, it'll, it'll literally be a day vacation. <laughs> we'll just see the sights. Um, of playing the Creek. swamp like it's a beach. We could, we could <laughs> also go back to beach the thing, Nigel. And go somewhere safer on our boat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys could always go back to. Uh, I mean, the Thorn Scales had a little camp there that was good enough for them, as sick as they were. Which hex was the uh, the temple in? Uh, the temple we was see the temple, right here was on. Uh, was across yeah. the river. Yeah. Yep. Right. We've already forded the river. Twice. I mean, we could just, like. 
that you can't run with Vic Nigel. I don't know. It's, no, probably not. It's probably stupid. Yeah, I mean, with, with here, his, you know what to do. With Mark's, <laughs> yeah, with Mark's survival, I think we're probably gonna find a safe place to camp. That's yeah. just me guessing, though. Yeah. And then plus, you know, Adelar also has a decent survival too. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think we're fine. I'm fine with camping in wherever we are right now. It's roughing it. Mm. All right, so we're gonna camp for a whole day. So we sure. can get down to no drain. Yep. All right, fair enough. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, uh, you guys have plenty of time to role play. So if you guys want to oh, uh, discuss anything, <laughs> <laughs> shit. All right, Why? we're leaving. Why, Why is talk? nobody role playing when I specifically asked for let's, it? <laughs> let's talk for eight hours about how much being in the morning fucking sucks. All know. right. So we already did our survival for the first night. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're gonna sleep. Yeah. Um. So we can remove one drain, right? Uh, correct, yep. yep. So, so you, you can I wake up in the morning at... Step outside, look, take a deep breath, <laughs> get rid of high What's going on? <laughs> we see a big burly man just singing underneath a waterfall. <laughs> his, his name is He-Man. <laughs> Hello there, friends. <laughs> look up. Oh. Oh. Right, you, um, you. <clears throat> you see Adelar, he kind of uh, goes off into a... Somewhat drier part of this of this swampish area, and uh, he uh, he starts to pray. Well, Abadar, it's uh, this place has been very trying for me. I feel completely out of my element. But uh, you have really shown me that different ways of life. I'm used to the cobble streets of Cheliax and. A certain amount of order, albeit it's mixed in with some dark magics and demon worshipping, but, you know, you know, that never bothered me too much. <laughs> but, um, I'm sorry, devil worshipping. Devils are the lawful ones. <laughs> I was about to say, you're chi- chili, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just want to, uh, thank you for the, the lessons you've taught. I, I do feel like this whole adventure has brought us closer together in has given us new experiences and quite thankful and we are just I feel we are lucky just to be here honestly lucky to have found the the ring of Alceta and I don't know what greater purpose you have in this and you know my past you know my mother's allegiance to Alceta so I don't I don't quite know how all these things intersect and I do think of I do think of her often and wonder how she is. Anyways, I, uh, we, uh, got mixed up with some terrifying creatures yesterday, and, um, <clears throat> you're kind of like my magic sugar daddy in the sky, so, uh, I think you can help me out with some, uh, restoration today. Okay, okay, thanks, bye, love you, bye. <laughs> so, I'll never not I'll never not think of Abadar as my magic sugar daddy anymore. <laughs> I, just, so, I just like to think in the like background just uh, scoops up some mud while like he's praying and just chucks it at his head. <laughs> so Benson um, was doing a very similar thing of talking to Ionary the day. So he kind of picked up some of that. Um, you know, the gods always tell you that they will put you in situations where they test you. And I've never do you know when I felt most at home, when I felt like I was in my place? It was in a church in the middle of the night, and I had to kill dozens of people. 
that were going to kill me if I did. That's where I felt like I was I was supposed to be there. And maybe that's just what it means to be the weapon of Iomade. But here in the jungle, I feel so out of place and lost. But I'm being tested. And I've accepted that. I'm even with people as, you know, you know, he kind of like gestures to Kezra and Elkwood that I generally wouldn't be with. But the inheritor came and walked among those that needed the most help. Mm. So I take great comfort in the fact that I am uncomfortable because I'm where I'm supposed to be. Yes. This is, uh, I don't know if you know too much about my past, but born and raised in Cheliax is all I ever knew. I rarely left the city limits because I had a father who was, you could say, a bit overprotective, and I guess I just kind of fell in step with that way of life. I was pretty much the stodgy scholar at the temple. They didn't really invite me out places because I was boring old Adelar, always his nose in a book, and this is... So I, uh, this... It just something just awoken me in one day, and then called me forth, and I never would have imagined that I would be in such a place as the Morongi. I've read about it, and I've always thought to myself, oh yes, it would be nice to experience different perspectives of life and learn about other people's, but... I thought my course was only through books, and here I am, living in this place of... It's quite incredible. I, I know I complain about the mud and the muck, and I, I do despise that, <laughs> but I do see what you mean about being uncomfortable is, is exactly the place you want to be. Do I you, always... What? Another funny thing about the people, the company we keep, it's... um. The first bearer of this cloak, uh, it was almost like a little legend in itself. His best friend and the man that he traveled with for 90% of his time wearing the cloak was an atheist wizard. They were the best of friends. None of the members of our family liked that he spent time with this man. Hmm. But as if we're to believe the stories... They save each other's lives more than more than you can even imagine. So we find the weirdest of friends. Indeed. Indeed. It is I still think often of that fateful day in Breach Hill. You know, striking out thinking, oh what what adventures will we have? And right from the get-go the whole thing was tossed tossed right into the fire, it felt like. Literally. Quite literally. <laughs> it started with fire. Literally started with fire. <laughs> mm. And and here we are, continuing through the inferno, but in a different in a different sort, with the cinder claws. You know, ever since I started on my path, I've accepted that I'm probably going to die. But is that something that you're comfortable with? Hmm. I don't think so. I'll be quite honest, Benson. I do, in my daily prayers to Abadar, he does reassure me uh, of the choice, choices of spells that he brings to me, like the one where we bond our lives to protect you. 
and my healing magics, they have done they have done me great good in my life to preserve my life and others. I think that that is something that's always kept me going is is the fear of death. I think that's why I cling so tightly to those magics is because of the fear of death. And I'll be honest, I I would expend every last ounce of magic to keep you alive. But I don't know if I can truly and honestly say that I would die for any of you. <laughs> and that's why we've never gotten along. Because you keep pulling me back and I keep sprinting towards death. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> then they just start boxing. <laughs> <laughs> and perhaps that is for the exact reason why we are pressed together. Perhaps I need to learn to stick my neck out, and you need to learn to pull yours back sometimes. What is it about men that follow the word of the gods and being sentimental idiots? Let's get the others. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the entire time this is happening, and it's just you can El- hear Elkold rolling his eyes. Oh, <laughs> get a room. <laughs> yeah. No, because like the entire time, because we're still in the same square with those things, the, the bears, sloths. right? Lofts. Yeah. 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 You, you guys didn't go too far from that to, yeah. to sleep. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> while they're you know talking and stuff like that, uh, Elkwood is going to go back to where they are because I'm assuming the bodies weren't. Nope, they're they're, they're still there. <laughs> nope. They uh, they're yeah. still there. They're 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 still there. Uh, you, the, some some uh, smaller creatures have probably come by and started started to eat them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of like he wanders back over there, and it's kind of like taking his precautions and steps, like just seeing, make sure there's nothing else like bigger that might try to go after them, and like Vimir is near him as well, just kind of like fluttering by and then lands on one and just starts like chomping into it and stuff like that and yeah then, and meanwhile like he's at the teeth like because he knows these things are different like yep. they are and so he's actually starting to cut out the teeth mm. okay. and like yanking them out and taking the claws did and, you uh did you make a society check on these things yet i don't remember well, actually do it now but wait as kelly would say that's your role oh no, I said I'm not doing it. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, that's fine because it was a twelve. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, you're you're not sure of these things. They're uh, sloths. Yeah, they look like they look like massive sloths. They just have an incredible like uh like tight build like to their mu- their uh, their muscle definition and stuff like that. May I make uh, a society check? Uh, if you uh, if you went with Elkwood, he he he, he kind of went off uh, went off on his own. Okay, yeah. if he's only yeah because yeah. and. Like, he's just pulling the teeth out and stuff like that, just because he knows this is not just regular bone. It's metal. Like, these yes. things have metal teeth. Yeah, they're, and, uh, yeah, so as you, yeah, you, I mean, you, you, you've, I'm pretty sure you felt the bite from one of these. Um, if not, one of them told you that, yeah, the, these, these teeth are much harder than, than bone. And yeah. so you look at these, and yeah, oh, they're, right. they, in fact, look like they're made out of cold iron. Yeah, so he's, busy like doing that and then he's looking at Vimir like Vimir's like plunging its beak into like it and just starts chomping down along with the other carrion that's like moving around him and like every so often he just looks at Vimir and just looks at him and just goes so are you going to say anything else? Vimir just keeps eating and like he keeps working and then just keeps like side-eyeing him and just are you seriously not going to talk anymore? what the hell was that last time? 
The mirror rips a piece of it off and just <laughs> looks at you. Yeah, and like just keeps I, eating. And probably just like the under stress of what's been happening. He's just okay. So I guess you are not talking anymore. Like maybe it was all in my head. I'm assuming. And he's just kind of like talking to himself, not really keeping mostly quiet about it, but he's just kind of like shaking his head. Like maybe that whole experience was more of a a daydream or something. Like he has no idea, but it's causing him to sort of lose a little bit of like stability, like with it, because he's like, okay, maybe it was just in my head. Like, yeah. But but like yeah, he's just busy going towards these things and just keeps going and watching him like the entire time but like not really thinking at the time that like while he's not also eating the creatures and stuff they're dead yeah. he's still like unthinking not thinking about it salvaging pieces of them like yeah. not even mm-hmm. thinking about it and so like yeah he's just over there probably for a good amount because i'm sure digging takes a while <laughs> there's yeah. metal bones I, out yeah. like, I think, <laughs> like he's gonna... oh crap the knife doesn't work like <laughs> I, um, i'm gonna go american literature on here like it, there's that part in of mice and men where he talks about men who are on their own traveling like they experience things that they don't understand and since they don't have somebody to confide in mm. they go crazy yeah it's like you experience that by yourself and you're not about to like share that with anyone oh no so oh no because it was a very surreal thing that it's kind of like Oh, you might think I'm crazy, like, thinking it. Or, like, oh, no, like, yes, I well, just Well, Kezra's had... already crazy, so just talk to him. Yeah, it's true. Kezra, <laughs> does, Kezra technically does have an animal companion that he has, like, looked at it, and it looks like they're that's doing true, mental yeah. things. But, yeah. I mean, like, that's kind of, like, companion stuff. That's, like, it's... Yeah, I could, like, try it. Hey, so if you ever... Uh, had conversations with your animal companion that speaks to you. Has your snake ever tried to get you to eat dead flesh? Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Wait a minute, that was stupidly redundant. Dead uh, flesh, too. Uh, forget I said anything. Just well, you you hear Kezra speak up while you're, while you're cu- cutting his teeth out. And he, he says, I know you rangers are all weird loners, but are, are you seriously talking to a vulture right now? And he just kind of turns around real fast. And just, oh. Well... I don't know. It, it, it might be stupid to say, but I think Vimeo understands what I'm saying and just doesn't reply back in the common tongue. Understood. Well, I see you have the same idea that I did. I saw those valuable teeth. Felt them. Oh, yes. Uh, so, uh, you beat me to it. And he goes, he starts going to another corpse and... I mean, there's three. You can cut the last teeth one. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting teeth and claws out. Yes. Okay, do you want to make a society check? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Please, someone just make a society. Hopefully, that twenty. I'm begging. Oh, that's a natural nineteen for, hey. a, for a nineteen. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm untrained in society. Jake's like, son of a bitch. I mean, so uh, what's the? I, 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 good I was, enough. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm not gonna say it's good enough. Yeah, because like I said, they're they're creature level six. So yeah, even, yeah. even if it's the twelve plus, you still beat it. So uh, these are called. Uh, Asambasams, so A-S-A-N-B-O-S-A-M. Asambasams are monstrous, hairy humanoids with cold iron fangs and muscular limbs and powerful hooked claws, which you know. Uh, They hide in treetops and grab prey from above, latching onto their unfortunate victims' necks to drain their blood. Locals in nearby communities tell horror stories of these blood-sucking tree folk. And and experienced jungle explorers keep a close watch on the treetops in their territories. Mm. Uh, 
An Asambasam's diet calls for a large amount of iron to maintain the integrity of its oversized cold iron teeth. When not hunting or mating, an Asambasam spends its waking hours chewing on certain types of rocks to sharpen its teeth. Some folk, uh, some folk tales claim that Asambasams are as old as time and are the original source of cold iron and that the veins of the metal found in the ground are buried graveyards of ancient Asambasams. That is cool as shit. Oh, yeah. Brave That's poachers cool. often often infiltrate Asambasam territory to hunt these monsters in hope of collecting sacks of their valuable teeth. You don't know how many of them have been successful considering these things are fucking horrible. The, or, the original origin of cold iron. That is so sick. Yeah. I bet Thick Nigel could have taken care of them. Yeah, Nigel. <laughs> yeah. He's probably got a bag of teeth already. <laughs> check, hurry, check the bottom. Check the boat. <laughs> check yeah, the, 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 first, the first one that started descending on him, he was just like, hello there. Boom. <laughs> just <laughs> shot. Manly left hook. Just boom. <laughs> he knocks out his teeth with the <laughs> Well, like, if I'm honest, though, two of these things fucking body Nigel. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Body him. Yeah, yeah. But... but I love the implication, though. The implication, if like these are like the source of cold iron, that means That's these insane. are the natural enemy of Faye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, Faye can't <laughs> fuck with these things. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, these are uh, these are just considered humanoid. They're not considered like uh, they're. Oh yeah, uh, you would also know that they spoke Mwangi. Actually, they actually have their own oh, society. Well, I don't speak. Yeah, we really need somebody who can speak that. <laughs> well, that'd be helpful. Can- uh, well, it's like, you know, the thing is, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could have took a level and learned it. But at the same time, I'm like, nope, suddenly I learned it. Boom. Don't know. Like, <laughs> big brain. <laughs> uh, I just assimilated for some reason. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah they, they're uh, the, uh, mechanically, they're uh, chaotic, evil, large humanoids. So nice. they're literally just chaotic. sloth-like humanoids that speak Mwangi that mm-hmm. you're, you're right, Tim. The fact that these things have natural cold iron in their teeth means fate do not enjoy these creatures. Yeah. Uh, or demons, for that matter, oddly yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so Kedra's grinding yeah. teeth out of these things. Yeah. And he just, he just looks, he's looking over to you and he's like, You know what, look, we don't just, I know we've been adventuring for a while. I don't really know a lot about you. And your, your, your reaction to Thick Nigel. How you immediately <laughs> went judging his criminal past, which, I mean, sure. But I mean, who, who hasn't done criminal activity before? He almost came on a spit take with that one. <laughs> <laughs> the second he's like, "Who hasn't done criminal activity?" I just raised my hand. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, "Oh, not tax related." <laughs> <laughs> but you seem to uh, know his reputation. I just am curious what circles you might have run in, run in before I knew you. Wow. And then you just made me think. I don't know much about you, and here I come into a clearing, and you're doing exactly what awful thing I was planning on doing no. and on talking to a vulture so I think it's not as good as good a time as any to learn a little bit more about each other oh well I mean and he just kind of looks around uh, make sure like Adelar's not there or Benson's not there <laughs> and he just looks he goes well I mean I could say the same for you as I believe your partner Adelar is toting that you worship Abadar and yet I see and then he eyes like that one uh, brand on your forearm he goes i also know of certain types of people you have may have dealt with in the past and may have pissed off i do have at a time worked in some un dare i say unscrupulous circles and have figured out the criminal life in absalom and it's something i'm rather trying to avoid uh, for a time being, 
Yes. But I worked a bit and trying to start a new leaf, so to speak. But nothing too crazy. It was primarily a lot of, um, I say, taking care of, uh, trying to say it, taking care of business of people that have wronged you. If that's something you can get behind? I get behind any way you can make a living. And I'm aware of the, the heat that is in Absalon. I, I didn't spend a lot of time there. My, my former activities were uh, quickly rooted out and I was run out of that city before I got another brand. Uh, so I'd, I typically sp- kept to the outer parts of the inner sea region besides Absalom. And yes, I... I've uh, wronged many people and taken advantage of those who would listen, who would be gullible enough to listen to me. Uh, I'm not without skill or without uh, without being helpful, but uh, I've taken my fair share of coin that I did not fairly earn. Uh, I'm assuming you didn't mention this to your Adela at all. Uh, he, or does he actually know you? No, he, he 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 might not be aware of every instance, but he's. He found me in a jail cell in Chilax, uh for ripping people off. Oh. And uh, yes, I, I, I have a, I, I do have a, a fair and fond uh, respect for Abadar. I mean, I don't, I don't agree with everything. I think there's always room for wiggle room in negotiations, and uh, I don't think honesty is that important all the time. <laughs> I believe honesty gets in the way a bit of business transactions. Exactly. As what I've understood is that, for example, uh, my benefactor, I would say, in the city, uh, worshipped Abadar. And he used Abadar in order to get through a lot of business transactions. And I honestly believe he didn't worship him at all, but used his name only. And he made money, and I did not see a single curse on him. So... I don't know what to believe in that regard. I believe it's all a bunch of crock. Yeah, the other two, they, I mean, they believe that the gods are intervening, intervening in all of our individual lives. And as you have just pointed out, I think there's a lot of, a lot of malarkey in that. I think oh. the, using the using the gods to your advantage, if you can, is, I believe, a way to get by in the world. I believe it's actually similar to I thought I believed in something at one point of uh, the Lady Calistria of defeating or exacting revenge on anyone that has wronged you. But being here, it it's this uh, the Momwongi the it, it, there's things that have I've seen or experienced and I just cannot shake the feeling there's other things out there. Of course, so like I believe that the gods do exist but I also believe that there are other things waiting in the wings, so to speak. Such as, and you might actually, well, this may sound stupid, um, but as you may believe I was talking to Vamir, uh, I have also seen you entranced with little Kezra. Does he speak to you? Yes, he... uh, He is a bit of a symbol or a conduit of my benefactor I I do not have a, a close connection to the gods by any means I think they are useful and gu- they they have helpful guidelines 
Abadar has been seeking fortunes. But what I truly worship is power, and my benefactor, she is power. And (laughs) she has promised me that I will be powerful, and I owe her. And my goal, my journey that has brought me to the lowest lows, which I did find in Cheliax. I didn't think that I was actually going to achieve this. But then a very kind priest broke me out. And I have embarked on this journey, and now I am fighting a dragon cult. Every every day we move closer to our our goals. We find more powerful creatures, more powerful people. My goal is to take that and then to bring it back to her. The goals of the hawk, I guess. No, oh. no. Only what they possess, the things that make them strong. The the hawk. I mean, it's an ancient dragon, long dead. Their beliefs are are ridiculous. But that does, not ma- that does not mean that they do not have power. You see these dragon pillars. Someone is making these. Someone has power that I want. That is true. Someone has been creating these. I just have no idea. But I guess the question would be, so you worship a... Would I use the word worship then for your benefactor? I'm indebted, indebted to her. Ah. Well. I owe everything I have to her. And it's just kind of like he pulls out another tooth and he's just kind of like looking at it. Because I will be honest, when I've, by the time I've gone here and lost my, lost Scott, I wasn't sure why I was here in the first place. And But I felt camaraderie with the village up north. I see this place as being a place of purity in a way. The strong live, the weak die, the world gets recycled into itself. And that is something that I feel I want. I'm not, I would say, after a particular power, but I also want that as well. Claim what you can get when you can get it. You're only here for so long. Yes. As this is happening, you hear like tr- very loud trudging through the clank, clank, clank. Yeah. clank. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> all these fucking vines, <laughs> heavy fucking armor. Um, Takes a sword. <laughs> um, Kezra, Elkwood, um, Elkwood. It looks like we're going to have to be here for another day at least so we're back to full strength but I'll be damned if I'm going to sit on my laurels would you like to learn our my family's um, training form training form uh, I mean uh, I would say give me a couple more minutes and I yes. leave Kezra to the corpses well I mean, I was here for We're enjoying the corpses together. <laughs> <laughs> he plunges his hand into it, pulls out another one. Well, I mean, these are quite valuable. And I thought they smelled bad. 
on the outside. <laughs> but we've done Star Wars references. <laughs> I had, I had to bring had it back. Beyond I had to bring that back. day, we don't need to use it again. <laughs> I would say, give me a moment. Did you know this is all cold iron? What? The teeth and claws. They're it's all cold iron. Perfect for killing demons. Oh. Come on, join yeah, in! <laughs> My family's dealt a little bit in that, but that's that's a little bit more of a specialized thing. That's incredibly impressive. So these creatures were all cold iron. Huh. But yes, give me a moment, and um, I will leave Kezra. I'll leave you two picking the rest of them out. You can have the rest if you want. Fabulous. He gets the bag of holding and he's just shoving it. <laughs> shoving <down. laughs> Oh, that's a weapon right there. You just <laughs> release it. <laughs> oh, no, that's no. Shove a bunch of these teeth in the blunderbuss. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Destroy. Two of them just, just go right, right into a demon's eyes and yeah. he's like, ah! No, see, we're going to post a video on YouTube. It's like, OMG, crazy, one shot, Faye Eldritch being. <laughs> yeah. Just have to go collect these teeth and get the blunderbuss from <laughs> Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> Nobody's gonna remember his actual name. No, I don't <laughs> no, give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, so I feel like during like the conversation that uh, Elkwood and Kezra had, um, after kind of like during slash after um, Adelar and Benson's conversation, Adelar was like, "Oh yes, there is the the matter of restoration." So he um he he performs the the spell for restoration, and it it's like so much more involved than just a slap on the butt good game heal spell <laughs> like you gotta hold it there for a minute <laughs> you gotta grip it <laughs> so he you know he has um uh benson like kind of like sit down um in like a like a kneeling position with his palms outward and he's like oh like this and this and then you see um, Adelar, he like stands like a couple feet away, and he just is like you know miming the incantations and the, the prayers to Abadar, and you know it, it's kind of like you know like maybe it's a little cloudy and the clouds like part a little bit and like the sun is like reflecting off your armor, and and then you just see this brilliant light kind of enfold you for a second and your drain condition has gone down by one. Thank you very much. And a, re- and a receipt appears on your <laughs> on your on your armor. <laughs> it just flutters down. Oh. Oh. There's a lot of hidden fees here. <laughs> Avatar's magic does not come for free. Yeah. Magic always comes with a price. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was like, for you know, uh, Benson gets him. Like as soon as Benson kind of like comes into the clearing, it's just kind of, and like, oh yes, like I'll join. It. It's just like he looks at the Kezra and like. He's facing away from Benson and just smiles and like nods, like remember, like keep us between us, sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, oh yes, I'm ready to go. Kind of like his personality changes just mm. a little bit. Mm. Mm. Uh, well, Kezra, it seems you're just about finished up there. Tell me, how are you? How are you feeling today? I think those sloths type creatures really took some of the vigor out of you. You don't seem as happy as you normally do. <laughs> yeah, the. uh a little, little drained, a little uh, sluggish. Mm. Well, I um, I I noticed that Benson was kind of feeling the same way, and you guys seemed to suffer the same assault. So I was talking to Abadar today, and he uh, let me let me know about this magic that I I don't think I've I've read about, but I've never used. It's called restoration. It is a, uh, you know, it is as it sounds. It attempts to 
restore a creature to its to its uh, former health. Uh, usually, it is uh, only for minor ailments, like uh, if you're feeling like some sort of low poison, or if you're a little frightened or something. But uh, I don't know quite what it is. But like today during my prayers, I felt a an increased understanding into how to restore a person's being. It is more than just the physical ailments, but you know how they say that the life is in the blood? Well, I think that extends beyond just the physical. So here, let me, um, I did with this, did with this, did this with Benson. Um, he has a quite a hearty connection to the gods, so I don't, it, it wasn't, it wasn't too hard. I'm sure I am with a lent, lent the hand in, in the restoring of him, but let me, let me see if I can, uh, well, let me just see what I can do. So he has you, you know, kind of sit down in like the same position, you know, palms outward, you know, like you're receiving. And uh, you see, you know, uh, Adelard like begins like the, the miming, the things. And like the same, kind of like the, almost the same thing happens where like you see like the light parting through. But instead of the light kind of like encompassing you and like there's like a glow of like, you know, radiantness. There is, it just seems a little, a little dimmer, a little cold almost. Um, and you see like, uh, you know, it takes like a minute to cast. You see like Adelar, like it's like the 32nd mark and he's like focusing his magic and he just like a little bead of sweat kind of uh, pops up and, and then he like finally finishes it. And once again, like the, the glow just isn't as radiant. And, um, and like, after he, like, kind of breaks it, he's like, oh, well, that, uh, that was a little, little harder. And I have to say, Kezra, I just felt quite different. But no matter, I, I, I'm just getting used to this. It, it is a new magic for me, so I, I apologize it took so long. <laughs> uh, but tell me, do you, do you feel any better? I, I think so. <laughs> He's like, oh, it burns! Get it off! <laughs> how's, my, how's my complexion? Well, uh, you definitely look a little more lively. I see a little... Um, more gray. <laughs> I say, you're as gray and beautiful as ever. But real quick, turn your head to the left and cough. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were kind of a pallid gray, but it does seem to... just You, you seem like... Now you're a Heather Gray. <laughs> you went from pallid to vibrant. <laughs> I think I'm feeling good. I'm a little worried about you, and maybe you should have stretched first. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I, I do. We had some monks of Abadar. They would try to get us to, uh, you know, take care of our bodies. But, Gotta liberate. up. Yes, yes. They do say that, you know, healthy, healthy body, healthy mind, right? <laughs> Indeed. <sighs> it could be. I don't know. This this place is, is wearing, wearing me a little thin, I fear. Tell me, how... How have you been faring? You know, uh, finding the staff has been a mission accomplished for me. And, uh, you know, you know my goals here. My goals are enrichment. I am not, I'm not bashful about that. A noble pursuit, I might add. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so I'm, perhaps, uh, murdering some more evil cultists will, will lift your spirits and bring Abaddon's grace. Indeed, uh, Avatar does like to bring order, and these these worshippers of Dahak, they uh, they certainly relish in the disorder and the the 
random killing of, of, of beings, it seems. It's, it's quite distasteful. I, uh, it's, it's nothing like anything back in Chelax. Back at Chelax, if you wanted to kill someone, you had to go through the proper channels. <laughs> <laughs> There's order, goddammit. <laughs> and then there was something called a blood tax that you had to pay afterwards. How about Benson? You... He seems a little better than when we left Alc- uh, left uh, uh, Acreville. Acreville, yes, yes yeah. <laughs> that place. He seems a, be- a little better off there, but you know, uh, I don't know much about your conflictions with your guards, but <laughs> oh yes, um, and all that. But no uh, enemies. How, how do you think he fares? Can you we know, trust him? One of the things that we talked about is how when we set off to Breach Hill, we never quite imagined that you know. The places that we'd be taken, um, we just, we had a, a sort of rhythm and comfort in, in, you know, Benson is all about, you know, being the sword of Iomidae and rooting out those, you know, defectors, and, you know, I'm all about, you know, balancing the books back at the Great Temple in, in, of Abaddon Cheliax, and we were both called, like, out of our, our comfort zone, as it were, and I think that this whole experience has really shown us just how little we know of the world beyond and how much there is to learn so i think i think benson is despite feeling a sense of you know lost uh, uh, unclear direction i think he is starting to find a more clarity of purpose and you know that they do say that you know time away from the big city can help bring perspective and i think i am finding that to be true as well it you know i it is quite a change, but I think, I think we'll, uh, we're adjusting all right. Yes, yes, I agree. I think we're learning how to better support him, at least in his reckless ways. Ah, yes, <laughs> yes. But if he is, if he is guided in the right, right direction, I think he is a, a major asset to us. I certainly don't like taking axes to the face so much as he does. <laughs> so. Indeed, yes, Patrick. Um, <laughs> And then uh, Benson will speak up again, because he's off with Elk right now. He's like, Kezra, actually, now that I think about it, my family hasn't really accounted for a weapon such as yours, that gauntlet. I would love to see how it works. So if you want to come, it's a little experiment, if you'd like to learn a form yourself. Fair enough. Okay. So he gets over with with Elk and Benson. So this... um, this is a traditional start to a sparring match. It's, it's from a deeply religious family, as you can imagine. It's very symbolic, but there is actually a reason for it. So, Kezra, if you want to observe, Elk, face me and stand about five feet apart from me. Well, this should be good. You are a terrible foe, Elkwood, so I imagine this is going to be very competitive. Um... <laughs> Normally we'd use blunted steel, but we don't really have that to work with, so I'm just going to trust in your restraint. Adelar, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Start channeling to your hands, like ready, ready to slap. So, normally, since I am using a shield and a sword, I would put the protective side of my armament. He places his shield over his heart, and then... You would take, in your hand, since you're using a two-handed curved sword, you would raise, on your dominant hand side, you ready? Raise it up and put it slightly above your head and point your head downwards. I raise my sword hand up slightly above my head on the opposite side. 
we look down, close our eyes. Now, since I am a paladin and I trained to be a paladin, I protect that which is important, my heart. I raise my sword because as a black, our swords are our identity above my head because my sword arm is more important than my mind. So, we do this, and then we count to three audibly. One, two, three. We raise our heads and look at each other, and the second our eyes make contact, we spin out and do a sweeping strike and strike in the center. Our blades connect. That is the starting of the sparring match. Now, it is very symbolic, but the reason for that is both Opponents are starting on equal footing, and they know exactly when the match starts. That means the better fighter will win. Hmm. So, how about that? Well, certainly a change, uh, from especially all the combat around here, so worth a shot. It's You have to think in the moment, what is your next move? Yes. So, shall we give it a shot? And then maybe you can go with Kezra. <laughs> maybe... Make this uh, e- make this uh, more even, and take off all your armor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why would I handicap myself? <laughs> As you're comparing ACs, I'm like, uh, okay, we'll work on this. Shot. All right, we'll give it a shot. Raise one, two, three, go. And just all right. So uh, if you guys want, you can uh, uh, do swings at each other. You can you can just do non-lethal damage with your uh, with your weapons. Yeah. So. So yeah, uh, PvP, go! Oh, oh, oh a two on the die, Benson. <laughs> oh no, so let's, sad. Let's see here. Your kids are going. <laughs> 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 All right, let's see. Get not a milk. So, <laughs> not quite at full strength, Benson. No, it's clearly not. <laughs> you know the worst thing is of like ah, hunt prey. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how much of an asshole do you want to be? Uh, well, I have to nice. hit you. <laughs> I don't have my shield raised. Yeah, but you're still at like 20. Yeah, yeah. you're still at 28 AC, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So he's uh, let's see, strike here. Oh, and let's see how this works. Oh, I think you probably hit me with that. No. Oh, that add your plus. No, that was a five on the die. <laughs> so we oh. both miss. So we check each other's blades and we go for the second swing. Nice. <laughs> Okay, that's that's probably gonna hit you. <laughs> what is it? Hold on, let me get my character sheet up. Yeah, you can't just roll from your from your character sheet as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm still learning how to use yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's fourteen plus thirty. Yeah, that that, <laughs> is. that hits. Yeah, and um, so did you hit me? No. Okay. So at, at <laughs> no, first, I rolled a five. At first strike, Ben pulls away and goes, and that's the end of the form. Oh. To first strike. Oh, that's kind of cool. Interesting. Like Till first strike. Nice. So, <laughs> Elkwood, Kezra, I'd love to see you two guys. All I guess right. you would just raise your hand above your head, <laughs> Kezra. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, with his other, with with his like, he he does. He gets his form with uh, his claw up, but then he also casts shield on himself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. That tracks. Yeah. 
No, you're not doing it right. <laughs> you get the shield. <laughs> I didn't use it. All right. So. One, two, three. And you see Kazra's eyes glow at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> right. He will take the better of two strikes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a 19 on the die. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a 29. <laughs> that would hit me. Wow. So what? Wait, who rolled higher? Who rolled? I think, yeah, who's higher? What's your total? Uh, Is, are we just taking the dice value? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then he bends. I got 15. Yeah. yeah it's like if you beat the AC, you strike. Right. But whoever gets the higher roll is sure, the one sure, that checks first. Okay. Um, what's 19 plus 16? 35. 35. Yeah. Yeah. That would have hit me. <laughs> so Kazra's super confident. He ca- he cheats and casts True Strike yeah, on himself, yeah. but still gets struck first. <laughs> You're a terrible foe, Elkwood. Uh, oh, I think against people with no armor. <laughs> well, that certainly helps. He got he only got me because his sword's longer than my arm. <laughs> well, it's your fault for taking a, a gauntlet as a weapon. What happened to your uh, the halberd that you had? Or the oh. spear? Oh, it was getting it was getting in the way of my spellcasting. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, so this is how we would train for long stretches of time, round after round, just speed versus power versus who is the best fighter. That it made you think that way. So it it's steeped in a lot of symbolism that doesn't technically mean anything, but the idea is sound. I like I like its evening of the playing field, even mm-hmm. if a in that more advantageous person. In that moment of combat, when you strike steel and you're in the exact same footing, there is no advantages. So, it helps. It seems like only force of will would prevail at that point. There's one thing that Elkwood has. He has great force of will. That's my worst skill. (laughs) (laughs) I actually have a terrible will. The will is my worst, actually. Uh, I'm glad you think that way. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Very good will saves. Yes. See me that way. Does, uh, passive deception DC is like twenty five. <laughs> yeah. But but Elor, did you see him cheat? Did you see him cheat? You Isn't cheat? that against I, the wall? I am. I am quite aware of, of, of well, Kesra's tactics, think... and I do think that uh, Kesra, as a worshiper of Avatar as I am, I think he. he I think you should get upon. punished. Well, no, Elk, no, no. I think not that... punished. I think you you met your own punished by trying to gain unfair advantage <laughs> in this holiest of forms. <laughs> it's, I don't think. I think, Elk, given your and I's different um, upbringing by the sword, I don't. I think you are at a fairly unfair advantage. So well, I wouldn't hold it against him. Possibly. One would say, but that's interesting. I've never been in a fair, fan, a fair fighting sense, I guess, in this regard. What was your total? Trained. Uh, thirty-five. Eh, yeah, you would have crit me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Even with the pluses to AC, I was Oh, all right, three, three D eight plus five. See, so you get you get Kezra, like right in the side of the kneecap. Uh. <laughs> Blow out his knee. All right, we gotta wait another day. <laughs> oh, oh god, my old my old soccer injury. So <laughs> <laughs> like, where did he play? Soccer? Oh god, my ACL. 
god. How did you know? Who told you? Uh, I don't know. I need to have a dimming light on me again. Elk, you fucking asshole. I was betting on him. Uh, he was on my fantasy football team. I'm literally imagining like uh, Kestra just like on some like at some like pickup game of soccer. Like Kestra's like he's not the greatest, but he's also not the worst. He's in Little League, even though he's a full adult. He's just kicking kids in the face. Like, what I'm 13. <laughs> I'm big for my age. Uh, just some oh. kid just comes up and like does like an illegal slide tackle, but like the the ref doesn't call on it. Call it. Yeah, because even even the refs like fuck that guy. <laughs> Kessler would definitely be like the Cuban baseball players who fake their credentials when they come to the U.S. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, he's 13. Yeah. He's got like a full beard. Uh, yeah, he's just matured. Oh, faster. <laughs> you guys spar in the afternoon and knowing that uh, Benson has to rest up again in order to get back to peak performance, yeah. you guys settle down for the night again. And I'm like, well, now's a, a good a time as any. It's been a while since we've held a service. I have the book of numbers right here. <laughs> oh, and he puts you all to sleep. <laughs> reading the book yeah. of numbers. It's kind of like a... a Jake's like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> it's kind of like a side-eye glance he gives to Kezra. And he's just like... <laughs> Kezra's like, believe me, best night of sleep you'll ever have. <laughs> He's like, well, and you put this number over in this column, this will add your taxes, and this is your income, but then you have to add this over here. It, here's a good way to figure out a tip. It works every time. Yeah. Let me tell you about a 1099C. <laughs> in the morning, you all wake up, Benson feeling tip-top shape. Uh, yeah. You guys have well rested, and uh, not far away, you guys hear, <laughs> And I'll see you guys next time. Let's go! Oh, please! <laughs> Oh, get back to killing. <laughs>